Hello, powerful, powerful people, and welcome to the Self Alchemist podcast, where we talk all about energy, self-love, mental health, empowerment, and a little bit of business. I'm your host, Rafa, and I'm so, so grateful to have you listening today. So just sit tight, get cozy, and let's get this episode started. Let me just start off today's podcast by saying I am so extremely thankful for you guys listening and taking the time to rate my podcast like what this all started as a passion project so i'm super 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 grateful and i just am so ecstatic to be a part of your self journey and to be here to walk you through whatever i know and the lessons that i've learned and grow together so Thank you. I love you. You're amazing. And now, to start off today's podcast, we are going to talk about money. Yes, the touchy, touchy subject of money. Now, this has been a journey for me over the last couple of months. And the thing with money is that as an immigrant, as a Latina, I have been conditioned to think that money is bad, inherently bad. And there are sides to this, right? Like my grandmother grew up, I grew up with my grandmother like jotting down every single thing. She had like this little notebook and (laughs) I loved her to pieces. She had this little notebook where she would write down even if she spent one cent, okay, On the other hand, my mother has always been very, um, I wouldn't say materialistic, but she loves to buy things, okay? She loves to spend her money, and being stable and saving money with her has never been uh, an occurring theme in her life, whereas my stepfather, he's very frugal. He's a type that his pants will have holes in them, and he won't buy anything, so... You see, I've been put in these kinds of extremes throughout my life regarding money. And so getting older and getting to know what it is like to pay for rent, to pay for my car, to have to save, to make money at a job, to budget, everything was non-existent for me. And I can tell you it has not even been a month (laughs) since I've mastered all of this and mastering even feels funny to say just last year I mean I didn't have any money in my savings I had just taken a huge trip to Puerto Rico spent like seven thousand dollars there and I was just spending money as quickly as I got it especially working in real estate you make really quick cash and then if you don't budget it well you're kind of fucked and I guess throughout the months, you know, through therapy and through self-development, I realized that I was spending all of my money because I was actually afraid of being wealthy, of having the disposable income, of having money. Because number one, I didn't trust myself with money. I hadn't proven to myself that I could be trusted with money. But number two, I sincerely thought that money was inherently bad. I thought that if I had a bunch of money, then that must make me a bad person. 
And let me tell you, the universe took me for a fucking ride. Like, (laughs) wow. Just as someone, right, I've always been very business-focused, entrepreneurial. Money has been a reoccurring theme in my life. But over the last year, my biggest lessons have been on money. And it started off with my previous relationship. And my partner was very adamant about the savings and um, where the money goes and where it, you know, and where it comes from and exactly how much and what is it spent on. And I mean, an abundant amount of savings. I, I am so proud to have learned from them but a lot of self-control and I thought at first oh my god this is too restricting (laughs) like if I have money I'm gonna spend it life is short right I didn't have this kind of future mindset because in a way saving up right for a rainy day saving up for your future self is an act of self-care money goes up and down right just like life it's like the cycle of life But if you're able to have that little bit of savings to help you out whenever things are a little bit tough, then you're taking care of yourself. You're looking out for your future self, right? I see it now as an act of self-love and I'm slowly building up my savings, but I digress. (laughs) And, um, And as you guys know, by the way, we're a couple of minutes in. My episodes are not edited, so you're going to hear me repeating myself. You're going to hear the little pauses. I like this podcast to be completely authentic. Okay, so a couple of months after um, we started dating, my car got repossessed. And this was happening because I had a lot of money coming in from real estate, and I was spending it as quickly as it was coming in. And it was so bad to the point that I would spend all of my money And then I wouldn't have the money to pay for my bills. I wouldn't have the money to pay for my car. And I feel very blessed that at the time I was able to go to my partner and, you know, they were kind enough to pay for my repossession. (laughs) But honestly, how embarrassing is that, right? And money was coming and was going. It was coming and it was going. And I was realizing that I didn't, I wasn't giving money the respect, right? It's like, I didn't want it. I was pushing it away. Came and then I pushed it away. Okay. So a couple of months passed and I got this job that offered me a decent amount of money. And okay. I, I, I went a couple of months working at that job, making more than enough, more than enough. And I saved zero dollars. And that job was enough to, you know, get me approved for a luxury apartment. And, you know, it was enough that at the end of the month, I had paid all of my bills and I could put the deposit down in the apartment with no problem and buy the furniture. And even with all this money coming in, I didn't save a penny of it. And right after I moved in, about a month after I moved in, I got fired. Okay. And it was really random my ex-boss or my boss at the time just set up a meeting and like 30 minutes before and then fired me 
didn't pay me for my two weeks, didn't like, yeah, it was bad. And remember, at that time, I had just signed a luxury apartment. So my rent right now is about $2,250 a month for a one bedroom. And I have a den as well. Um, so <laughs> imagine I had just moved into a new apartment. I was like super comfortable making the amount of money that I was making. I had no savings and I had just gotten fired. So yeah, it kind of took a hit. And at that time, I still wasn't taking money seriously. I know everything was happening. And you know what I said, you guys? I said, I'm going to take a break from working. (laughs) I said, I'm going to take a break from working. I've been working way too much. (laughs) And I go two weeks without working. And what happens? I get into a car crash. The universe says, bitch, what are you doing? I go, I'm going to start my own company, even though I realize now this is not, it's it, it part of my path, but it wasn't my path then. I still have a lot to learn. And so now it's January 18th. I get into this huge car crash, which mind you was at 4.44 PM. Okay. I know. Freaky. And that day changed my life. I am so eternally grateful that I'm okay. And something that day, it was really pushing us. um, Because at the time, my partner and I were kind of rocky, but they were helping me move in, move out, and, you know, just kind of help with that whole process. And we were trying to order groceries. And every time we were trying to order groceries, it would be delivered somewhere else. And I said, you know what, fuck it, like, let's order the groceries again. Because it had been now the third time. Let's order the groceries again and let's go pick it up. And my partner had a very nice car. So it was brand new Lexus, whatever. I don't know anything about cars. But I have a Jeep and I've had I've had my Jeep baby for about four years now. And something was like, let's let's take their car. Let's take their car. And I'm so happy that I did because that car saved my life. I know that if I were to be in my car during that time of the accident, I would not be here right now. But I digress. That day, I applied to a bunch of jobs. Everything. I said, oh my God, what am I doing? How am I going to pay for rent? And as I'm applying to jobs, my old landlord calls me. And he goes, you owe me $7,000. The place is destroyed. Mind you, I was in real estate for years. I know what I'm liable for and what I'm not liable for. But imagine at that time of like jobless, I had just finished getting into a car crash. I'm applying to a bunch of jobs. My landlord is texting me that I owe him $7,000. It was nuts. Anyways, at the end of it all, I ended up getting a job that paid me more that I was only working four days a week. So I had a lot of free time. I had I had time to explore different avenues and to rest. And, you know, I figured out the everything with my landlord. I had to pay him $2,000 and whatever, that settled. Here's the thing. I then worked making more than enough. Again, it was slightly more than enough. I mean... It was enough to pay for my for my very expensive rent. 
enough to pay for my bills and enough to be able to buy some groceries, right? I couldn't, I, I didn't have a lot of leftover money. But I started to get so dedicated with my finances and I started reaching out for help when needed. And my final breakthrough came when my car got repossessed again, a second time. Now, mind you, I had already had enough time to be able to save money from my previous job, right? So that I could have that safety net during this rough time in my life or the rough time that was. And to have looked at my ex in the face and say, I, my car got repossessed. I don't know what to do. I don't have any money. Again. I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And so this huge revelation comes and I say, I'm ready. I'm ready to take charge of my finances. I meet this wonderful financial advisor. Her name is Leah Landa Verde, by the way. You guys can check her out on Instagram and um, TikTok. And we actually met each other through TikTok. And she started walking me through this kind of financial journey, right? And I'm so eternally grateful for her. Also, during this time, um, I was working as business management. Um, I was doing business management for a medical spa. And they had a salon area there. And I have a passion for like beauty and I was I worked in the beauty industry before I had always worked two jobs and I worked at Sephora for a real long time so I was I would do makeup on you know whatever clients walked in that needed their makeup done it was a good break from the number crunching and the managing of people and I had a very very successful woman come and get her makeup done by me and we were talking about wealth And she said, Rafa, if not people like us that want to do good in the world, that want to give back to the world, if not people like us to be wealthy, then who? And (laughs) ah, that really hit home for me because I spent so much of my time seeing money as evil That I wasn't seeing that if money is in my hands and I know how to take care of it. I can impact the world and my life in ways never thought possible. And yeah, I've been really forced into this wealth money journey. And as of about two weeks ago, I started a new job. That pays me even more than my last job. And it was offered to me. And what inspired me to actually make this podcast episode is because I looked at my bank account. I'm about to get paid on Friday. And I have more than enough money. More than enough in my bank account. And I don't have the urge to spend it meaninglessly. I want to keep it. I want to have it there just in case. I want to look out for my future self. What if my tire falls flat? What if I need to, you know, get something in the apartment replaced? And budgeting has helped me so much. And not budgeting in a scarcity mindset, but budgeting with intention. 
budgeting to analyze my habits, right? Budgeting to become a better person. Not budgeting to freak out that you won't have money next month. It's when done correctly with intention, with good energy, with abundant energy behind it. Budgeting can be so extremely beneficial. And so after these very long 15 minutes of me telling you about my previous experiences, I want to remind you that you are deserving of money. You're deserving of wealth. If your intentions are pure, why not? If it will make your life better and the lives of people around you better, exponentially, why do you not deserve to have the money? You absolutely do. Money is not evil, okay? Money transforms into the person whose hand it's in. If you are someone inherently evil, the money will be evil. If you are a person who is inherently good, money will be good and will be used for good. Don't be scared of having money. Show yourself that you can manage every single penny. Come out with an even better life, right? Because we don't have to deny ourselves of luxury in order to not be evil. It's okay to enjoy a little bit of luxury. It's okay to go out for a nice dinner. It's okay to buy a new dress, right? It's okay to buy a new computer. That's all fine. You don't have to live in scarcity to be a good person. But what you do have to do is have a good balance of receiving, saving, and giving. So every single month, for example, right? Not only through this podcast, which I do plant a tree for every person who listens in, But I also offset my carbon footprint. I put money towards planting trees. And I've been donating to the human rights campaign for a really long time. And I had stopped for a while as I'm, you know, I was going through that financial journey. And I'm back now looking for charities that I want to support every single month. And looking for ways that I can give back to the community. So if you have those good intentions for yourself, for the people around you, for the community, for the world, why do you not deserve to have an abundance of money? Believe in yourself, trust yourself, and start treating money like a little tree. Plant it, water it, take care of it, give it love. Watch it grow for you so that you can emerge into the lifestyle that you've always wanted, into the person that you've always wanted to be, to have the impact in the world that you've always wanted to have. Don't get stuck in the scarcity mindset. Money is everywhere. Are you kidding me? It's 2022. You can literally go on TikTok and make like 300 fucking dollars in 30 seconds. Remove all of those blockages. Look for ways in which you can increase your abundance. Go take a free course at Coursera, Udemy, whatever it is. Go apply to random jobs on LinkedIn, right? Go start a podcast. I mean, who gives a shit? Do whatever fills your soul. Do whatever you think you need to do that helps you feel empowered, fulfilled, and abundant, And with that being said, I just want to remind you that you are amazing. 
You deserve all of the good things in life and that you are an infinite, powerful being. I love you so much. Until the next episode. Ciao.